still stumble every single day I still get knocked down But the difference now is that's not where I stay Cause I got a savior Who knows everywhere Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Boris. I'm still amazing. Because Thank you, God is, You are amazing. Uh, this show was created to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. God was the only cure for me, but I hope we can be there for each other. Life is challenging, but know this, there is a God who's omnipotent, happens to be our father, wants what's best for us. And so there's always hope. That song was Walking Free by Micah Tyler. To abide by his every holy word is to be truly free, joy and calm, to be no longer blind, to see, tactics to misery and demise of the evil one, defeated by God, his spirit and the sun. Prize highly paid, no chains holds past his release. To sin no more, now his glory and divine peace, can't compare to anything but grow in love. Heavens to the rescue, so we rise above. Today we will be talking about our purpose in life, the grasping effects of drugs with Michael Heal. Saved from the clutches of addiction and from near death, Michael has traveled and shared his story in 35 countries. He holds a master's degree in intercultural studies and community development from Wheaton College. Michael has a passion to support those facing addiction, homelessness, helplessness, depression, and suicide. He volunteers in jails, detention centers, schools, and churches. Michael is the author of the new book, Pursuit. Michael, welcome to the show. What a blessing to have you with us. So, Michael, drug ab yes. abuse among the youth is a high-profile concern. Uh, what, what's happening? What's the trend and why has it come by so easy? Yeah, I think that sometimes we, in a lot of ways, we've grown disconnected with how common this is. It's in almost every high school and college across our nation. Um, the statistics are baffling. Just, there are more drug overdoses than there are deaths. There's more deaths from drug overdose than there are deaths from car accidents and gun deaths combined. And so people are not just using drugs, but they're, they're dying from it. And it's extremely common in anywhere from kids just looking to have a good time. But once they try it, they get hooked and they can't stop. But it's people trying to numb the pain 
they're feeling inside. And it's people, um, sports, people who have injuries, they, uh, they start using opiates after a surgery and they become addicted. They just can't stop. It's grandmas, it's business professionals. It's extremely common. And I think in a lot of ways, we, we don't understand how prevalent it is. And in a lot of ways, we, it, it's growing and growing. And, and I'm convinced that's because we, we've kind of ousted God from our worldview and from our school. And um, without him, there's no hope. It's just kind of, we're here by accident. There's no purpose to our existence. Right? If you take away God, then what did we come from? A big bang. So a bomb made us. So our origin is completely meaningless. We have no purpose for our existence. We just popped up. We just appeared here. And yeah, when I mean, we die... And it's, it's not just to, to numb the pain. You can just end up with the wrong people, the wrong influences. Yeah. And the peer pressure, you want to fit in. They make it seem like it's fun totally. or you're only cool if you join along. Yeah. The same thing that they do yeah. with alcohol. Uh, it's it's not that much different. And the, the youth, they, they've got a big heart. They, they want to please and they, they want to be liked. And they, they want to, yeah. you know, it just it just be part of the fun. They don't want to let somebody feel alone that, that they're doing it by themselves. Yeah. And... And so there's many different ways that you can get the youth, uh, but yes, it can hit anyone. And but how did you encounter? You were had an addiction yourself. You encountered drugs, and how was it that you came across those drugs? Yeah, for me, my closest friends started using drugs, and there you go. Um, at first, they just made it seem so fun. And the reality was, they didn't see the whole picture. They didn't see how much drugs were going to cost them in the long run or how they would become addicted to them over time or how the more you have, the more you need. And at some point you can't function without it. All they saw was, wow, this feels really good. This is fun. At and the moment. That's really what the world tells us. But it leads to misery. And it's almost as if you're trapped in a jail so, and it's, 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 it's almost as yeah. being in hell and you're begging God to pull yeah. you out. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, people I, don't realize how dark that world can be. I happen to know firsthand. Yeah. I always say there's four places that addiction leads. It's either death, homelessness, jail, or rehab. That's the four results. If you follow this, if you follow drugs to their end, that's, that's what happens. And we don't realize it because we're chasing the fleeting pleasure of the moment, which never lasts. And we always have to get more and more and more. And and people don't realize the seriousness of the consequences until they're confronted with it. For for example, you had your addiction led to other problems, uh, including serious injuries. I know. For example, I had three convulsions. I am a miracle to be alive. Uh, I guess for God, it wasn't my time yet. And well, God sees the future. He knew there was hope, just as there is hope for all of us and anyone that might be um, addicted, that might be doing drugs. There is hope for you and God loves you. Just keep trying. It will happen. 
as it did for me, as it did for Michael. And many others. And we'll continue talking more about the devastating effects of the drug abuse and that there is hope with Michael Hill. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Remember that you can listen to the radio show live through our app The Cure with Amy Cabo or as a podcast. Just look for God is the Cure on any podcast platform. That was Run to the Father by Matt Mayer. To understand his plan, see him in who we meet. We are complete when every cross turns sweet. Pray our sins we don't repeat and evil's gone, turning to our Lord no longer on the run. To be in denial we are blind, thank God he is kind. Beyond human comprehension opens the mind. Christ's bountiful goodness, impossible to find. To his love we bind and by God defined. We will continue talking about the effects of drug abuse and what we can do about it and how we can overcome with Michael Hale. Michael, your your addiction led to some injuries and some serious consequences. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I would say um, in my pursuit of pleasure, I could never get enough and my dependency grew until the point where I couldn't function without drugs. And I, I literally, I woke up every day and all I could think about was where to get my next fix. And every yes. single day it ruled me. And it, I- It takes control over you. Yeah, I needed more and more and I needed to mix different drugs and I couldn't stand not being high. And it, it literally yes. robbed me of my ability to appreciate normal life without drugs. And or even live life. I, yeah, yeah. You were living for and the drug. We live for the drug when we're addicted. There is no life. Yeah, yeah. It robs you of your life. And that's what the enemy comes to do. He comes to steal and kill and destroy and suck our souls away. Um, but for, for me, I just kept having to take more and even, I mean, it led to me overdosing and just like you talked about, you're having convulsions and seizures and you're, you're not okay. And that still wasn't enough to wake me up. I got arrested. Um, I remember in a five month period, I got arrested five times with a dozen allegations and it all ended with a V squad of cop cars chasing me down center street and my license being suspended for two years and having to go to AA meetings every week and having counseling thousands and thousands of dollars in fines and $10,000 in increased um, 
insurance costs and the, the what it cost me it just went on and on and on and still somehow in my mind I kept believing in drugs I kept believing yeah. this life is ultimate and because I believed it I pursued it I kept pursuing it and I you know our actions always line up with our beliefs and I was chasing something fleeting and empty because I didn't know there was something full and something real and there is something full and real and it's found in God and God has a real purpose for our lives. And for yeah, because you say that hardships can create change for better or worse. And, and tell me how that happened for you. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we, we watch people we go through things ourselves and sometimes we grow bitter and cold and callous and we all we can do is focus on our hurt and yes. what we've been through. And there's this beautiful Bible verse in the book of James where it says, count it all joy when you go through trials of many kinds. It doesn't say be joyful, right? Because you're not joyful when you go through trials. They suck, but it says count it. And what do you do when you're counting? You're taking but, but, but you know why? Because it's a blessing. Well, we think it's it's a hardship. It's actually a blessing. God makes sure it's a lesson and it's an opportunity for growth. Yeah. And, well, yeah. what a great blessing it was when Jesus died on the cross. Look how many lives it saved. I almost believe that yeah. you have to suffer for good things to happen. <laughs> You're the perfect example of that because you have so much joy. And you can see it in your smile. You can see it radiating from your eyes. And you went through more than anyone I know. And and that's, I mean, that's what the Bible teaches us is we can be joyful through our hardships because our hardships teach us to endure. And when we endure, there's something that changes in us. It says our faith is made perfect. So as we go through the hardships, we, we don't go through it alone. We go through it with God. And I rejected God again and again and again, and he pursued me, and he never gave up on me. And he kept loving me and chasing me. And if there's anyone in the world he could have let die, it would have been me. If there's anyone who deserved it, it would have been me. He didn't. He kept pursuing me. And when we realize we're not alone in our hardships, but he's right there with us, that changes things. And we realize that he can actually use those to, to change our personality to do something in us that couldn't happen any other way, then and, we start to experience hope. Yeah. And what if what if the more we go through or the harder it gets, the more effort God puts towards us? And and the more maybe we're able to shine because what you see in my joy is, is God's glow in when he's within. And of course yeah. we falter and we're not perfect. We can strive for excellence, but we fall short of his glory daily. That's the truth. But uh, we still have to try our best. And the, yeah. the thing is that life has new meaning when you're not controlled by darkness. Yeah. And so just, just the same way you were able to come out of your addiction and you were able to see the light. And isn't your life much more productive? Don't you feel like you have purpose now? And your days are, are filled with with happy moments. I know that when I was addicted, I didn't know happy moments. The only happiness was the roller coaster of of being high up and down. 
Okay, but anyway, that's a very interesting conversation. We'll continue talking more about the addictions uh, that many of us have and how to overcome them. And that there is hope with our special guest, Michael Hale, author of Pursuit. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Continue with Amy Cabell and The Cure. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in. That was always by Chris Tomlin. We trust in his word, proven throughout heavy rain, true again and again by sweat, blood, and pain. Mountains moved in our lives without a doubt, brought to our knees that turned us devout. Oh, the bitter, sweet crosses that did so much good and the spirit within that showed us we could. By his demons, by him, demons flee. No limitations, now free. Awed by who lives in me, bend every knee. We will continue talking about the effects of drug abuse and what we can do about it with Michael Hale, author of pursuit. Proverbs 2.1. Wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler, and whoever is led astray by is not wise. Michael, looking back at your own decisions, do you blame your parents, friends, education, or something else that had driven you to drugs? No, actually. The irony is that I had the best parents anyone could ask for. And they were so loving. And they took care of me and they invested in me. And um, the irony is, is that they did not contribute to my lifestyle choices at all. I chose it because it looked fun. And yeah. so, yes, my friends, yeah. they, they influenced that decision. Um, loneliness influenced that decision. I, I felt like I didn't fit in, and I felt like doing drugs uh, would at least give me a social group, the people that I could fit in with and connect with. Um, but I didn't realize how much it would cost. So it's, it's more than nature and nurture. Well, you also you also write that you spend most of your life trying to be enough. What was yeah. that like? Yeah, this heavy weight on my shoulders that always just said, you'll never fit in. You'll never be enough. And, and part of that for me is because I grew up in Utah and in the most religious uh, county in the state. So 90% of people were <laughs> LDS, and I wasn't. And oh, so trauma. I tried to be a doc. <laughs> And I, I tried to do all the sports, and I couldn't right. fit in. 
and I tried to be a nerd. I tried to be smart. I tried all that I couldn't fit in. And I realized at some point, until I bore the same religious label, I would never fit in. And I took that as a heavy sense of shame that there's something wrong with my identity and who I was. And well, we can't identify by religion. Your religion is your relationship with God. It's a guideline. Yeah. We, we may go about it different ways. But it, it's, it's, yeah. it's our relationship with God, and it's all unique and individual, and God knows our heart. And so just you live for him, and that's it. Not for a religion, not for whatever somebody's expecting of you, especially the world yeah. or people. Listen to your God. Yeah. And your teachers. <laughs> no? Okay. Oh, okay. I guess the, the law. Too. And your parents. And, Sorry. You know, parents. other things there, but first God. First okay. God, always first. I agree, I agree. Sorry. Uh, how, how many of us have thrown God away because all we saw was religion? And that's what I did. I threw God away um, because I, I didn't realize he was real. He was a living being who loved me. And he wasn't represented by the actions of those who claimed to follow him. He, exactly. He <laughs> and then, and then that dampens your spirit. Day. What are they talking about? I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Until God and, and works he, a miracle in your life. And then you're like, oh, there really is a God. Yeah. Yeah. But, and he demonstrated his love for us in this, that while we were still yet sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were at the worst of our worst, when I was doing things that I'm even ashamed to say, God looked at me and loved me all. when I just myself he loved me and he, and he will reach out for you me. he will reach out for you in the deepest darkest pit uh he will meet yeah. you in your shame and he will remove it and he will let you know that you can just be born again be a new creature and he's forgiven you and he did at the cross so to believe that he doesn't love us it's a fallacy and to believe that yeah. we're not good enough is to that becomes that belongs to the darkness yeah. because the darkness doesn't want to yeah. succeed while God wants us to prosper. Um, to prosper, yeah. that is, God wants us to prosper. And so, yeah. it, it, what would you? What what it, it, did you realize? When did you realize that you needed God and to help you turn your life around? That He wasn't just what people were saying to me for um, virtue signaling. 30 seconds. Yeah. I would say he intervened in my life in about a hundred different ways. And the pivotal one was an accident where I almost killed myself and I was about to die. My leg was hanging off. It was detached from the rest of my body and God saved my life, even though I was a drug addict and he shouldn't have, he should have let me die. That was the pivotal moment. Well, yeah. yeah. If you're going to have a drug, let it be God. Get addicted to him. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, and so we're just almost about. Close. Almost mm -hmm. done. Okay. So any last bit of advice? Okay. Ten, for I think ten we seconds. have this tendency <laughs> to base our well-being on our boyfriend or girlfriend. What kind of person we're able to attract and that's such a wrong thing to put our hope in um, because they're just as unstable as we are and they're not the answer to all of our problems only god can be 
I think we so have it's a only tendency gone. to base our well-being are. on our emotions, on how we feel. Yeah, well, God is the only yeah. thing that's stable. Anything can be ever-changing, just as the world is, just as people is. And anybody can hurt you but God. So he's the one to go to. Thank you, Michael. We are done with the show. And thank you for being with us. And God bless you for what you do. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. And so, and so we'll finish with a prayer. Dear Lord, please turn my weakness into strength. Transform my suffering into passion and turn my sorrow into lasting joy. Transform pain into comfort I can provide to others. Allow me to trust in your goodness and find hope and faithfulness, even in the midst of this struggle. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Care with Amy Cabo. You can check out Amy's latest book, God is the Cure, on Amazon. And please check our website, godisthecure.com.